0: This is Corolla Digital. Allison, this week on Allison Rosen is your new best friend, Greg Fitzsimmons. What was it about your wife, though, that made you fall in love? What was your dating history before that? Um, I had a couple long-term relationships, mm-hmm. but I was uh, uh, I was not necessarily that faithful. In all of them, and uh, in between them, I was a madman. I I put up some pretty big numbers, mm. not quality. I was a quantity player. I don't think there is a way to have high quantity and high quality. Fidel Castro. I he mean, has his his people go out to the beaches, and they he has two women a day. Is this morning, true? And, yeah, morning and the evening, and not any longer. But yeah, so apparently thirty five thousand was his number. Wow. Yeah. What's your number? Well, I don't like to get into hard numbers. Uh, Give me a ballpark. Yeah, about a ballpark. (laughs) I shouldn't have said something that I wouldn't be able to. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the. Like, are we like three digits? Oh, yeah. Four digits? No. Three digits? No. But but high Actually, I didn't get three fingers in all of them, but like. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to Allison Rosen as your new best friend on iTunes or go to allisonrosen.com. Only from Corolla Digital. Allison's your new best friend. From Level 5 City in Glendale, it's This Week with Larry Miller. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and everyone who likes old pictures of girls who never really liked you. Hi, folks. I'm Larry Miller, but in a way, aren't we all? And you know what? Guess what? We're back in a way. This is a real show. It's a pre-Christmas show that was Colonel Jeff's idea. Dr. Chris is right here. We're coming back on the air. January 9th at this point is, is the date we have. And you know what? Colonel Jeff had a great idea, and I'll, I'll explain what's going on with the with the show right now. Sort of a pre-New Year's, pre-Christmas show. And, by the way, that band, as always, aren't they good? It's been a while, but, of course, that's the Darren McGavin Orchestra with the Melinda Dillon Dancers featuring boy tenor Scott Farkas asking the musical question, Where's Fleck? Has anyone seen Fleck? And by... Amazon, that's right, Amazon.com, where you can get anything you can imagine in the world, except, of course, an actual Amazon. As soon as we can figure out a way to get an actual Amazon, you'll have one, I'll have one, the colonel and the doctor will have one. We'll all quit our jobs, and we'll go to Amazon and say, do you have anything for five million of us? In any case, uh, what you do is, you know, you go to Amazon.com, and you can get anything in the world, anything you want. They have the best deals, the best products, but you don't do that. You don't! You don't go to Amazon.com. What you do is you go to our website, which is LarryMillerPodcast.com, and there'll be a banner that says Amazon on it there. You click that banner, and that will take you to Amazon.com. But now, whatever you buy, we get part of it. That's right. On the show, we get part of, the, uh, of whatever monies are spent. And, well, going into 2013, we expect that to be a, a windfall. And uh, in any case, though, it's so good to be... So go to LarryMillerPodcast.com, where there's a banner. It is uh, it is so good to be back. Obviously, I've been uh, friends with Colonel Jeff and Dr. Chris the whole time, but we are coming back in the new year with an official show. But Jeff had an idea, and uh, before I tell you that idea and what we're going to do today, those names that I used in the opening, I'll bet you recognized, if you're a fan of... A Christmas Story, one of the great movies of all time, that was starring Darren McGavin and Melinda Dillon, who played his wife. It's it's just a great movie, and one you can see three or four times every Christmas season. They have it playing on, no matter where you are, you can be in Indianapolis or King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and they'll have it on a station where they play it 24 hours a day, and... When that starts, you start watching it because you think this is the greatest thing in show business history, that they're playing a Christmas story 24 hours a day. It's a wonderful movie. It's a great movie. And a movie I wrote called Pros and Cons, there was a part that was perfect for Darren McGavin, and I was lucky enough to be able to say in the casting meetings, you know what? Let's get Darren McGavin for this. He's wonderful in everything he does. And, of course, he's passed on now. It wasn't so long ago. I guess a year or two ago. But... Gee, we love those folks, and we're we're proud to be able to mention them here. And so in any case, what we're going to do today is talk about once a year, and I've done this. we, We put it on the show once a year so far. We tell a story about getting Christmas gifts, and I've told it before, and we made it something to do every single year at this time, and that's what Colonel Jeff said. You know what? Why don't you come back and we'll do that again before Christmas? It's a way to get back in the rhythm of doing the show and be at the studio here. It's wonderful to be back. It really is. And we're looking forward, you know, we wish you and all your friends and loved ones a, a healthy, happy 2013. And uh all things remaining the same, we're gonna we're gonna be knocking out a lot of good shows for you. So in any case, what I'm gonna do now is tell you the story of the year I got everyone. The best the best Christmas gifts anyone has ever had. And I didn't even know this was going to happen. I was at an audition. And by the way, this story gets different every time. Jeff said to me before, you want to write down some notes on this and uh, see if you remember it? And I say, well, I don't remember it. And no, I don't want to write down notes because that's why it's perfect for the show. Because no one remembers anything. So in any case, but it, it, it's true and it's a wonderful story and a gift-giving story. I had an audition for something that was way in the valley, and I stopped off to get a bite at a food court in one of the malls there, and I passed by a store that was completely empty, not a big store, and it was run by a family that appeared to be from... You might you might say, are they from Nepal? Are they from something someplace in India? Are they from someplace like Afghanistan? And you know what? They were a whole family, though. And I walked in, and they appeared to have music boxes. The whole store, nothing else. You can't get a comb, not sequined shorts, nothing. All music boxes that are handmade. And they said one of the kids behind the counter, well, kid, you know, she was 37, but, I mean, one of the kids behind the counters said... Can I help you? And I said, gee, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, you know, I have, I had the list. I knew there were 17 gifts I needed for 17 people, for cousins and friends and family, all sorts of folks. And most of those were girls and women. And I said, what do you have here? Just, is this music boxes? Just that. You don't have anything else? Just this. Just music boxes. And at that point, her father came out and said hello, and she introduced him And he was uh, just wiping his mouth because he was still chewing something. And they were having lunch in the back. And he said, what's going on? And I said, you know what? I think we can go clean here. I think with your store and your help, we can go clean. He said, what does that mean? I said, that means I get every single gift I need for every single person. Can you mail them from here? He said, yes, we can. Yes, we mail anything from anywhere. I said, that's fantastic. I know the addresses. I have everything written down. Start with me now and we'll go clean. His eyes lit up. You would have thought I said, you know what? We're going to fly to a new planet, and there's going to be a castle there for you. And the thing is, we started one by one. I said, you know, oh, that's perfect for Marsha. Okay, we'll get that now. Now her kids, okay, wait a second, that's wonderful. Okay, that'll be for Katie. And you know what, though? These were really nice music boxes. I don't know a lot about music boxes, but it's for jewelry, I guess, and for little combs with pearl handles on them or something. And... They play, they play uh, music when you lift it up. And they they're they not cheap, you know. They're 70, 80, 100 bucks. Some of them were up there for like 120, 140 bucks. So the point is, I knocked one up. Bang! That one's for Marsha. We went down the list. I got everything for everyone. Folks, 17 gifts. The whole family had come out from the back now. And they were really excited because he said, We're going clean. And they didn't know what that meant. I said, that's absolutely right. You just keep telling them that we're going clean today. Something I've never done. He said, I've never done it. I said, you've never done it either. We're, but we're going to go clean today. We finished, folks, all 17. I went through everything. They said they're going to wrap them all. They had all their kids, five, six kids out there of different heights, different ages. And you know what? They got all the addresses. They got all the names. I made a note for everyone. 17 notes, 17 cards, 17 gifts And you know what? I was thrilled because it was fun and it all got done. And he was thrilled because there's no one else in there anyway. And, you know, it's something like 3 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon in a mall and you know what? He was thrilled because we, we go clean. He said, we go clean. As you said, we go. I said, yes, we're going clean. And you know what? Then he I looked at it afterwards. We were actually tired. We were exhausted. I know they were going to take care of everything. They're going to wrap them all. They're going to take them down to the post office in the mall there. They're going to send it all. All I have to do is pay for it. And I said, this is fantastic. And I he said, I can't believe we did everyone. I said, buddy, you have a great store here. You did everyone, you know. And then I let something slip. And it was stupid of me. I didn't mean a bad thing by it. I just said, no, you know what? You got everyone I want to get. And uh, the only one I can't get here is Uncle Arnie. Everything other than that, you would got everyone perfectly. And his face fell. And he was so dejected. He said, who is Uncle Arnie? And I said, you know what? I'm sorry I said that. Don't worry about him. He's, he. you know, he, uh, never mind him. We got everyone, all the friends, all the relatives, all the loved ones. He said, who is Uncle Arnie? I said, buddy, I, I, forget I said it. You went clean. You did everything. He said, "We're not clean without Uncle Arini." And I said, "You know what? I, you are. Trust me, you are." And he said, "Come, wait, come. We find something for him." And I, I felt bad for the guy because I knew he wanted to go really clean. And I said, "Oh, we can't. i um, trust me, we can't." And he showed me one. There was. He said, "How was?" I said, "He's, he's 84. He fought in Spain. He's, a, he, he's got a patch on the eye. I think he was an artist in France for a while. I don't know what to tell you." You know he's got. If you needed a gun, call me. He'll get you one. And he said, "How about this?" He shows me a music box with kind of a pirate ship on it, with like a mask. There's a pirate on the mask. What about this? Is for Angrani. There's pirate. He's got a sword. I said, "You gotta believe me. This is not. He doesn't need a music box. He he trust me. He showed me everything he had there." But there wasn't, the truth is, as much as I wanted to make him happy, there wasn't anything for Uncle Arnie there. And we had done such a good job with 17 other folks. And I said to him, and I actually, at one point, I put my hands on his shoulders and I said, buddy, you got to listen to me. We're done here. We did a great job. You did a great job together. We did a great job. We went clean on 17 people. And then he said, he was so dejected. He said, but without Uncle Arnie... We're not clean. We don't go clean. And I said, you know what? I hope you have a great season. You're going to sell a zillion gifts. I'm glad I was here. But that's it. We shook hands. I waved to the family. I said, there's nothing you have here for Uncle Arnie. Trust me, he doesn't need anything here. Good luck and thanks. We had a great time together. He kind of half waved in that sad way. People wave. And... I started. walked out the door and started walking down the hall, and I still hadn't been to the food court yet to grab a bite of lunch, but I didn't care because I was so excited. Folks, I got about 100 feet away from the store, and you hear those footsteps getting louder, that clap, 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 as the footsteps get really loud, and I kind of half turned around, and it was him. It was the guy from the store, and his eyes were kind of a little bright. Not crazy, but good. It was nice. And I just looked at him and and kind of smiled. I didn't even say anything. And he looked at me and he said, he yelled, does he drink coffee? And I said, what do you mean? He said, Uncle Ani, does he drink coffee? Because I can go, there's a place I can go. We can send him a maker from this. And then there's a friend of mine who makes coffee. He makes it himself. We can do anything. And I just... He was just trying, not too hard, but he was trying. And I said, "Buddy, you know what? This is so cute that you came all the way down the hall and ran after me." And I said, "The truth is, I'm going to find some something for Uncle Arnie that he can use, like a patch for the eye he doesn't have, or something. You know, something that's perfect for Uncle Arnie." I said, "But you did great, and thank you very much." And if he did, if he did drink coffee, I said, "How does that even help you? You're gonna you send him something." And he was sad, but he knew it was okay. It was good that he made that last effort to run down the hall and try everything he could think of. Does he drink coffee? Was one of the great little moments in a mall for Christmas gifts that you could ever have. And then he went back, his head a little low, and he walked back down. Didn't run. Walked back down the hall. And I thought, how do you like that? Does he drink coffee? That was a great year for those gifts. And everyone called and actually said, you know, no one ever calls you, you know, about gifts and says, hey, that was fantastic. Because let's be honest, what can you ever say about a pair of gloves? You know, so they said this. Everyone really, really liked these things. And uh, except Uncle Harney. And I didn't tell him, by the way. You know what? I almost got you. I just know one of these days I just love Uncle Harney. We talk about books, everything in the world. He comes over, he stays with us. And. uh He's the, the the last of the Mohegans from that generation. He's like eighty nine now, and uh, tough guy though, tough guy. When when he breaks things, he's one of those guys from a certain generation where they have uh, you have something growing in you. He says, "Where this thing right here?" And then he'll reach in, he'll cut it out, you know, and then just say, "Now nah, I'm fine now." Well, Arnie, don't you think we should go to the? He said, "No, nah, we're fine. I don't need to go anywhere." So the thing is, I love the guy, and one of these days, I bet I'm going to get to his farmhouse there and he's going to have he's going to have the place loaded with music boxes and he says you know I just wish I could get one more of these things but isn't that fun that's the that's the christmas gift story for this week with larry miller does he drink coffee and you know what god willing if you're around and i'm around and colonel jeff and dr chris and we're all around next year and the year after that and after at that and so on and so on I'll tell—that was the idea, that I'm going to tell that story every year at this exact time and see how much changes. And that'll be the thing that ties us all together into, well, into the gift-giving season. So I hope you like it. Don't worry about hearing it next year. It's going to change. I mean, it'll have different things. He had six kids. He had nine kids. He had two kids. Whatever he had, it's it's going to be i look forward to it. And it keeps him and his family alive to me. And you know what? No kidding— I don't even remember where that mall is. I didn't get that part and I don't know where it was in the somewhere in the valley and I don't know where that mall was. It wasn't a twilight zone thing like the mall doesn't exist. It exists and he's got he's got a fine store. I hope he's doing really well and I hope that family is doing really well. And I hope they sell a lot of music boxes whether or not the customer actually drinks coffee. So in any case by the way on uh because the year starts out with good road work we're returning January 9th on the show here on January 11th I'm going to be in Crystal Lake Illinois which is just uh just north of Chicago at the Rouse Center R A U E I've been there before They're good people and they have a great theater there if you're there come on by that's January 11th and on the 23rd in Macomb, Illinois, at Western Illinois University. I'm going to be there. And uh, Colonel Jeff before said, do you want to mention those? And I said, well, sure I do. It makes us official. It makes us like we're grown ups here, like we're actually in show business. So you know what, folks? It means the world to come back to see the studio again. Colonel Jeff had a great idea to tell this story again. And with luck, you just have a great couple of weeks coming up, and we'll all see you on January 9th. And remember, if you walked out of bed today and had a job to go to and a home to come back to and someone there who cares about you, folks, the game's over and you've won. I have a great story to tell you in the new year about that, and it's true for me now. I hope it is for you. Be well, and I'll see you in a few weeks.